This is session four on Second Thessalonians two thirteen to seventeen. But we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers loved by the Lord, because God chose you from the beginning for salvation. And that salvation he chose not only to happen, but how it would happen, namely through sanctification by the Spirit and through faith in the truth. And now let's ponder this. It's very striking for a couple of reasons. To which he called you through our gospel to a possession of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, as we ponder this double direction for the calling here, to which, pointing in this direction, and to glory, pointing in that direction, would you grant that we would understand what our calling is, that all of us could be sure that we are called in this way, and that we would have in us now a greater impulse to walk worthy of our calling, seeing what it is called to. I pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Grammatically, it's a little odd, isn't it? To which we are called to a possession of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's take these one at a time. To which, what is the which here? To which he called you. Wouldn't you agree that it's the being saved through sanctification of the Spirit and faith in the truth? In other words, it's sanctification through faith or salvation through sanctification and through faith. Everything that we've talked about in the last two sessions, the which here is that happening. And he called us to that. We are called to holiness. We are called to salvation. We are called to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. We are called to believe in the truth. That's our calling. And secondly, we are called to, and this calling is coming through the gospel. We're hearing the gospel, and in hearing the gospel, we experience God's divine call to a possession or an acquiring of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's spectacular. Somehow or other, we are going to share in as our possession belonging to us, part of us, shining off of us in some way, the very divine glory of the Lord Jesus. A couple of texts just to point out that double direction of the call. So first called to holiness, look at 1 Thessalonians 4.7. God has not called us, not called us to impurity, but he's called us in holiness. Holiness is what he calls us to live 
in, or now the calling to glory, the glory of the Lord. And consider 1 Thessalonians 2.12, we exhorted each of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you to his own kingdom and glory. He calls you to glory. So we've already seen then that the calling of God has this double direction. In this life, it's a call to holiness through faith. And as this life comes to an end or Christ returns, it is a calling to share in the glory of the Lord Jesus. So let's ponder for a few minutes. What is it? What is this calling? How do you experience it? What's it like when you do experience it? So many think of the calling merely as the gospel is preached and a preacher says, come, and he voices a call to believe. And that's all it's talking about. That's not all it's talking about. That's not even mainly what it's talking about. It comes through the gospel, through, but it isn't the same as the gospel preached. Here's a description of how it happens. Jews demand signs, and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. So there's the preaching of the gospel, and it's going to land on some ears with a call, and not all. A stumbling block to Jews when the gospel is preached, folly to the Gentiles, but there's a group among the Jews and among the Gentiles who are called. This is through which the call happens. It comes through the gospel, but what is it? But to those who are called, both from the Jews and from the Gentiles, the Greeks, that cross That crucifixion right there is no longer folly and is no longer a stumbling block. It is now Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So when the gospel is preached to everyone and a general call goes out to everyone to believe the gospel, some among Jews, some among Gentiles, have their eyes open by the call, and they see, oh, this crucified Christ is the very power of God. This crucified Christ is the very wisdom of God. That's what the call does. That's an effective, or the theologians sometimes use the strange word, effectual call. This is the general call that everybody hears. This, Christ, the power of God, Christ, the wisdom of God, is what happens when God, through the gospel, says, Lazarus, come out of the grave. John Piper, wake up from the dead, and he gives me life and faith. That's the call that Paul is talking about. Here's a description of it in Romans 8. 
We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, namely for those who are called. All the called love God. They're the same group, those who love God and those who are called. All things work together for good for those who love God. All things work together for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. What's that called? That's called sanctification. Predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many Christ-like brothers. And those whom he predestined to that sanctification he called. Everybody predestined is called. And those whom he called, he justified. Everyone who's called is justified because he calls them to faith. They see the cross and they say, wisdom of God, power of God, I believe. And the believing are justified. And all those who are justified are glorified. So glory and sanctification are the two destinies for the called, just as we see here. To which, and the which refers back to sanctification through faith, and this calling not only leads to that, it is through the gospel and leads to a possession of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is what Paul was referring to here when he said that the justified are glorified. So, possessing the glory of the Lord means being made glorious with the glory of the Lord. You can see why Paul would elsewhere say, walk worthy of your calling. You have a calling, a divine supernatural work of God in your life, bringing you out of unbelief to faith, bringing you out of unholiness to holiness, and bringing you out of weakness and corruption and misery into the glorification that you will enjoy when you share the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ.